Hey there, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning into Sims Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today, we're going to be reviewing Daughter of Sparta by Claire M. Andrews. This book has been on my TBR for two years. Um, and I'm so happy I finally got around to reading it. Um, it's an absolutely phenomenal book. I'm actually mad at myself for not reading it sooner because the third book, Storm of Olympus, just came out, and I'm one of those people where I have to have consistency. I own the first two in paperback, so now I have to wait um, for this book to come out in paperback before I can get it in my hands. Yes, I can always audiobook it from my library, um, but I or get an ebook on script. But I want to hold this book and read it because this book, Daughter of Sparta, was absolutely phenomenal and I mean that I love Greek mythology I absolutely I think I've said that a thousand times I love Greek mythology it's one of my favorite um, things to read especially you know Greek retellings I think it's great and I think this do this novel is just I know I've already said it phenomenal <laughs> it follows Daphne so she is what you would call a Mothakis Mothakis. I'm not really 100% sure on the pronunciation. But she's not a true Spartan. So by Spartan society, she's kind of thought of less than. She's not exactly a servant, but she's not a true Spartan. So she trains and fights because she wants something more than to be a Spartan warrior. So during a race that she's technically not even supposed to be competing in, um, but her brother's gone missing and to so that her family is not dishonored, she takes his place in this race. This, in the forest, this is where she meets Artemis, who turned her brother into a deer, uh, a buck, because he was trying to watch her bathe. You know, just don't piss off the gods, you know, especially one of the task goddesses. Just don't do it. Because bad things will happen to you. Just don't piss them off. Uh, and so she tells Daphne, she's like, oh, well, you want your brother to be human again? You're going to do something for me. So she kind of blackmails her. I don't know, I love Artemis, and I really do. Just like basically nine things have been stolen from the gods. It's just like all this weird weather, your crops, all that stuff that you're experiencing. That's because the nine things were stolen and our power is waning. So if you want to save yourself, you want to save your brother, if you want to save all of Greece, you're going to do this task for me. Oh, and my brother, as punishment by Zeus, is going to come help you, so deal with it, tolerate it. Daphne knows the tales of the gods. You know, she's not stupid. She's very clever. She is very stoic. A little rough around the edges in the beginning. I wasn't 100% sure I was going to like her um, because of that. I did like around certain characters how she was a little bit more jovial. So you could do get to see she does have an armor about her, you know. And it's to be understandable as more of her story is revealed to the reader. And I think that that's really, really interesting and engaging. She's fierce, you know. She comes across Theseus. She's the one who defeats the Minotaur. She is the one who saves 
who gets these nine items back. She's able to charm Prometheus to get an answer from him. She outwits the Sphinx. I mean, she is fierce and unstoppable and very much a warrior. And those fighting sequences, her against evil goddesses and going head to head with Ares and then dealing with Hermes and Apollo and just dealing with all the gods. I'm trying to do this in a way that I don't spoil things for you. It's just absolutely phenomenal how the story is developed and how Andrews has decided to retell Greek myths while also kind of staying true to them at the same time, but also giving her own spin and imagination to them. You know, the Minotaur, um, the Muses, Prometheus. Just, it's engaging and it is entertaining to see the story unfold. And again, that last quarter of the book, I mean, from beginning to end, the book was fast-paced, but that last quarter, I could not, put it down. I was just, it was like reading fever had taken over. I was just boom, 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 especially because everything that was happening was just moving so fast and you're coming to the climax of the story and you're coming to the ending. It was just all unfolding in such an amazing and phenomenal way. Um, highly recommend this book. Once again, I am so mad at myself for taking two years to read it. Don't be like me. Read the series. I'm already excited for book two and three and I haven't even read them yet, but you know, after this book, my expectations for them are high, especially Storm of Olympus, that cover. Whoo! Whoo! And also, there's a little bit of romance in this book. I did forget to mention that. Um, a nice slow burn romance between her and Apollo. There's even a little hint of a love triangle between a fellow Spartan boy, her, and Apollo. And the guy does get to go along with Daphne on her quest, just not in the way that you would expect and I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and give this book four and a half out of five stars. It did blow me away. I am excited to read the rest of the series and I do highly recommend it to all of you. So on that note, I will include links in the description below on where you can purchase the book of Kiso Desire. And I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking the podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter um, by becoming a monthly supporter for 99 cents on Spodcast, on Spodcast, <laughs> um, Spotify for cod- podcasters or by following any of my social media platforms. Um, like I said, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and as always, happy reading. Mm-hmm.